0: This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio.
1: We had one caller earlier going, well, I mean, he's disrespecting Dion, and it sounded like he thought you know that Jay Norvell was of uh, my persuasion. Yes, right? he did. I mean, he ain't pasty. Yeah, he may be swirly, but he ain't pasty. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I think a lot of right. people have no yeah. idea who the hell Jay Norvell is. Right. We've known him for a long time, yeah, and he's he, a hell of a football coach.
0: He's part of the Butterscotch Brother Brigade that right. I belong to as well. <laughs>
1: First of all, it's
0: so great to be with my two guys yeah, on game day. They said I was going to be out with you guys.
2: SportsCenter can wait.
0: Not just the best show on your radio, but the show that makes people who are ready to get hit on SportsCenter. Wait. It is Freddie and Harry with Ian Fitzsimmons. Freddie coming in together to, again, once again, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us and tune in and tell that smart speaker of yours to play ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. So why does Kirk Cousins get a bad rap? But Josh Allen at the time seems to get a free pass. We'll discuss that in about 10 minutes. But we get you ready tonight for Eagles versus the Vikings. Eagles are one to know, feeling a little bit less of a struggle team after they beat the New England Patriots over the weekend. Meanwhile, the Minnesota Vikings, they're 0-1. They felt they let that game get away against Tampa Bay. A lot of people, I don't want to use the word concern because it's an overused word. People try to do that they get you to pay attention. I'm concerned about so-and-so after one week in the NFL. I never have concerns about teams unless you're the New York Jets. You don't have Aaron Rodgers on your football team. That's, that's concern when it comes to that team. Just about anybody else that has not had a significant injury to a position like that, you got to figure things out in week two. You hope to figure things out a lot better whether you won or lost in week one. But I will say this Jalen Hurts offense of Philadelphia, people may be worried in Philadelphia – Jalen Hurts says, y'all need to stop. It's only been week one. I can't
3: say if it's tougher or not. I just think that's our reality. You know, we're always grateful. I, I, I am for sure of having an opportunity to play. And so we're going to go out there and have fun. Try and invest your time into the things and get your, your, yourselves ready. Obviously, I'm as a team and as an organization, we're doing everything to do that. So um, this is something that everybody kind of has to deal with at some point throughout the year. Um, and we get to do it. And so we're all excited for, uh, for Thursday.
1: We were talking to Grady Jarrett, all pro defensive lineman for the, for the Atlanta Falcons earlier about, you know, about what, 40 minutes ago whatever. Mm-hmm. And we brought up week one, like, what do you really know? And he said, man, week one is and the tone was it's week one. Mm-hmm. Like even like, if we you, want to know, what do you guys want? <laughs> it's week one to me. If you pulled the 1500 plus players in the NFL and I'd say what Freddie, about 1100 of them are, are veterans. Mm-hmm. And of those 1,100, you go, go back to when it was preseason. You know, you had four preseason games, and preseason game three was your tune-up. Right,
0: the rehearsal, they called it.
1: You had guys playing a a full half of football, starters playing into the third quarter, right? And they they played a little bit in week one, in preseason one, a little bit, you know, probably a quarter in in preseason game number two. Then you had the rehearsal game. Well, guess what week one is now? even though it counts against the ledger
0: that's a good point i
1: didn't think about a that. lot of teams your week one you're, you're you're still feeling like you're working on stuff even though you've had the inter squad scrimmages right against other other teams nick siriano eagles head coach even said earlier this week he is going to go back and rethink next year mm-hmm. how he approaches the preseason right and playing guys, he felt they weren't tough enough coming out of preseason. They're not
0: callous, right? That was going to use the word that you love to use, which is appropriate: callous enough to get yeah. ready. Because you can't be a football player, football team without playing football.
1: You know, you got you got city hands and you got country hands, right? <laughs> hard working hands and city hands. Wait, you Banker the, and lawyers, you're right? trying, to say, trying to say people in the city don't work hard? Don't use their hands? Oh, uh, well, that's why I went bankers and lawyers, right? Because you got to do the guys who are digging ditches, right, and laying uh-huh. asphalt. I was hey, say, guess yeah. what? Uh-huh. Callous. Yes. You know, hard work, getting it done. Lawyers, eh, It's like baby soft on your skin. Wow. Right, so my point is, Are
0: you going Winthorpe from coming to it from Exactly. The places? right. Right. When D.B. Lee hands. Curtis
1: goes, yeah. you never worked a hard that day, day he, in your life. And he manicure. The that's the preseason now going into week one and week one. You're, guess what? You're toughening and, and getting calloused. And so what do we really know to Jalen Hurts' point? You don't know what teams have in week one anymore. You really, I mean, and you really never have. I go back to when Mike Ditka was the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. They started three and zero. Everyone would go, oh, look at what Mike Ditka's doing. You know what they did the rest of the way? They went three and ten. I mean, so <laughs> the Niners started zero and one last year. They went to the NFC Championship yeah, game. They're going to be fine. Cincinnati went zero and one last year. Again this year. Oh, they really stunk up the joint. Other side, the Bears were one zero last year. How'd that turn out? Point is, you really don't know after week one, and that's why tonight is fascinating to watch. What the even in a short week, which kind of skews it a little it bit does. because it is yeah. a short week, right? But I am I am in tune to see what the Eagles do offensively, and then what Minnesota tries to do defensively. Because guess what, Freddie? Kirk Cousins is not the problem in Minnesota. Well,
0: Kirk Cousins, whether people want to hear this or not, has not been the problem in Minnesota for more than a minute. And I know people I get agree. on him and say, hey, hasn't won that big game. I can't even imagine if he played for the Dallas Cowboys or the New York Jets, oh, how that oh. narrative would sound. And it sounds pretty hot at Kirk Cousins. Now, many people say this could be his last year in the final year of his contract. Well, Ben Gessling was on Amber and Ian. some got the Ian Fitzsimmons and Amber Wilson last night Ooh. as a star tribute Vikings reporter. He says, hey, Kirk Cousins may not be going anywhere next year. Have you think the Jets will try to trade for him this year?
2: There's this interesting thing with Cousins because it, there's a faction of fans here that kind of want to move on from him. And there's a faction that have said, it's been a long time since we had somebody this durable, this steady at the position. And you start to wonder what life looks like on the other side of that. I, I don't know that there's going to be anything that's going to come to fruition there. In part because Cousins has a no-trade clause and in part because the salary cap picture would be tough to pull off when the Jets already have Aaron Rodgers on their salary cap and they may need to do some other things but yeah I think that's kind of why people connect the dots is similar systems and in the past maybe the negotiations that Cousins had with the Jets but I don't think he's going anywhere I, I think the Vikings will ride with him through this year and he's a free agent after the year so you have to figure out what goes beyond 2023 for him but I would expect that he's going to be here and the quarterback position for the Vikings will probably get worked out after 2023 rather than in the middle of the season
0: and not for nothing why would Kirk Cousins want to go to a team where he knows he's not going to be the starting quarterback at that next year with comes to the jets Freddie, why would you do you. that
1: and why would you fear the jets why would you give away it's going to cost you at least a one right why would go you get a that? rental yeah it's, it's not it's, basically it, baseball it, the trading deadline it makes it's, it's it, that's fantasy football trades now <laughs> could it happen okay yeah sure would i do it if i'm minnesota no and if i'm kirk cousins to your point he can he can say you know what ah uh-uh, i got a no trade exactly i'm not going mm-hmm and here's the thing about Kirk Cousins. You know how many people threw for more yards than he did last year? I know Mahomes did. Okay. Hertz didn't. Uh, Herbert? Two? That's all I got. There's only one more. There's one Tom more. Brady. That's it. God, I That's it. the list. He was fourth in the NFL in passing yards at forty five hundred plus. Fourth. Completed sixty six percent of his passes. Touchdown to INT ratio, it ain't shabby. I mean, it's twenty nine. I think to thirteen. That's right? not
0: shabby at all. You'll take that.
1: So you're going forty five hundred yards, sixty six percent completion percentage, twenty nine to thirteen I touchdown to INT, and everyone hikes their leg on the guy. I mean, I, look, uh, Kirk Cousins ain't <laughs> the problem, right? In, no, that's in my opinion, in Minnesota problem. And so, I, I, again, you can't you can't make that. He had more yards passing than Joe Burrow. No. Yeah, Burrow is and Josh you know, Allen. I love, you know my 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 and again, Josh Allen, right? You know my man crush on Joey B. Yeah, Kirk Cousins had more yards passing and completed sixty six percent of his passes. Yet everyone just wants to say, you know what, the dude stinks. He doesn't. You no, know, he, he does yeah. not stink. He's yeah. a very very solid quarterback.
0: Because and people want more. They want to see more. Although maybe they don't believe that he can bring more to Let the table when it comes to Kirk Cousins. Maybe How, that's it.
1: Is is it? Because he has made over two hundred million dollars and has one playoff win. Like remember, he signed the franchise tag back to back years mm-hmm. in Washington. Yep. So that was like seventy million or whatever the hell it was. And then he signed the the big long term deal. So he's made over two hundred million dollars. But we all judge quarterbacks, not the entire, you know, fifty three man roster, you know, which right. is what, sixty seven or whatever it is with a practice squad.
0: QB's world, man. Quarterback's world. One playoff win. Mm-hmm. Right. And that goes a long way. And plus, so is, it, is that the reason because of the amount of money he's made for that? That may be part of it. I'll give you another part of the reason. He doesn't look the part to people. He doesn't look like, he does not look like a guy that you can say, I can trust that guy. Why? I can believe that mean? guy. For whatever reason, you know what it is, and I've said this long ago, and it continues to be true. Sometimes it's not what the person brings to you, it's what you bring to that person. If you already have a preconceived notion in your mind, or you look at somebody viscerally and says, nah, that's not the guy I want. And Kirk Cousins, to me, people look at him hmm. There are plenty of Vikings fans. "Hmm." When you don't look the part the people, they're not going to give you a break, especially when those prices, that return on investment when it comes to Kirk Cousins, has not been to the liking of the Vikings and definitely to the fan base in Minnesota.
1: Tell you what, you go watch that Netflix, Peyton Manning production called Quarterback? He With shines. Peyton Manning, Marcus Mariota, yeah. and Kirk Cousins? He shines. You'll become a Kirk Cousins fan.
0: Yeah, you should be. But then again, that shit may have sailed when it comes to Kirk Cousins. Don't forget about Major League Baseball as a National League battle happens on Saturday night. He yeah, was on the Diamondbacks, hold the Chicago Cubs. Cubs begins at 7 30 Eastern Time on ESPN oh, Radio. Finally, he can actually say that. He wasn't saying that at the beginning of the year. But now, they're in the playoff hunt, oh, he's back in the Cubs back oh, again. Cubbies. Yeah, coverage begins Here at 7 30 PM Eastern Time. We'll see if they rave that W flag on ESPN Radio and the ESPN.
1: Let's go, Cubbies.
0: No one gives Josh Allen smoke. What we saw last night was a travesty.
3: There is not a quarterback that is considered on a higher level than Josh Allen that is more overrated. This is ridiculous. He constantly makes the same damn mistakes.
0: Now we're going to get to the truth and reality of that last part of that about Josh Allen making too many damn mistakes. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on TuneIn and always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Josh Allen does not need you to tell him what he's been able to do that has not been to your liking. Whether you're a Bills fan or somebody wants him to play better, he clearly understands why he's been like that, especially Game One this year and last year at times in 2022.
2: Again, within the flow of that game, didn't have to be otherworldly, didn't have to be someone other than myself, and I was trying to do too much. And again, a lot, lot to learn from, and um, excited to get back out on the field and kind of wash that and wash that taste out of the mouth, you know. You know, it's a double-edged sword. Sometimes we get away with it, and sometimes it's the greatest play ever. Sometimes it happens the other way, like, like it did Monday night. And um, You know, I, I understand. I want, I want to be smarter. I want to help this team win football games. I don't want to put the ball in, in harm's way or in jeopardy um, and just trying to, again, trust that and trust the guys on the field with me and um, play selfless ball.
0: Josh Allen has
2: learned something that a lot
0: of great quarterbacks have gone through as a part of their process even though he's still an elite quarterback in the National Football League. Sometimes you can get in your own way. Yep. I go back to a certain guy named Patrick Mahomes. In the AFC Championship game against the Cincinnati Bengals, they had a 24 to nothing lead. After they lost that game in overtime, people said, what happened? He said, I got in my own way. If I had just let things happen, we would not be having this conversation. And I'm paraphrasing what Patrick Mahomes said. Josh Allen has not gone through anything different than Tom Brady went through at times or any great quarterback history in the National Football League. It's going to be more pronounced because all of a sudden we thought Josh Allen was going to be that guy that was going to be toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes. And it didn't happen last year. And people are using that and game one this year to say that guy can't do it. We've seen him do it. He went neck with neck with Patrick Mahomes in that overtime game when they were getting their butts kicked, and he made throw after throw after throw. So don't bring that to me and say that, well, you know, Josh Allen, you know, he's too much of a gunslinger for his own good. If you think that Josh Allen is not going to figure that out, then you don't know a damn thing about football, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, Freddie, but he also has to be smarter. And know? he knows that. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Since, but, but he's been saying it for a couple of years now. Since he came to the league, there's not a quarterback out there that's had more fumbles than he has. 54 and i think they lost what 22 of them or 23 of them but uh, but no quarterback has had more fumbles than that guy you know last year right i mean we, we all talk about dak prescott's 15 ints you know tied with davis mills for the most in the nfl and he played in what three fewer games than davis mills did as a quarterback mm-hmm. the houston texans well you know how many josh josh allen had last year how many 14 14 i mean yes I mean, but he also played play 16 the, games but he played for the
0: dallas cowboys
1: And that is the biggest point. That's what Damian Woody was talking about, you know, on on get-up the other day. If Josh Allen didn't play for the Buffalo Bills and he played for, you know, the Dallas Cowboys or or the Green Bay Packers, right?
0: Mm -hmm. That's fair.
1: Or or maybe the New York Giants, you know, for that matter. But especially the Cowboys. it's, It's just different. When you play quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, Roger Staubach will tell you this. Troy Aikman will tell you this. Tony Romo... On a different oh boy. different level, we'll tell you this. And Dak is on that level with Romo right now. When you excel, you're not paying for a round of golf, even though you may want to. Mm, right? Right? You're not paying for a stake. I mean, it's you are immortal. You're an icon. When you stink it up, you can't show your face. At a Taco Bell, much less (laughs) Mikasino. I mean, mean, it's. You're in a cocoon, man. I mean, it's. I
0: I just don't get, to use your term, people hiking their leg on Josh Allen. I I just don't get that. And I don't give him a free pass. Those were mindless turnovers that he had Monday night. And he does
1: not get the same ridicule that other guys do because. There's no doubt about that. I'm with you on that one. And you know what? But he owns it. He does own it. And. Now, saying it's one thing, Freddie, and you've said this for years about Dak, right? Because Dak, when he came into the league, just burst onto the scene. Romo gets hurt in that preseason game in, in, you know, in Seattle. He's a fourth-round pick. It's, oh, my God, the sky is falling, and he just bursts onto the scene. And he went 13-3 and and won the division. Yeah, and he had Mississippi State as the number one team in college football for damn near a month, right, and never turned the ball over. And then he started forcing things after his injury, and he wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. as he, he wasn't as willing to run, especially on improv, right, right. and off script as he used to. He, Dak is has vowed to correct that and get back to what he was. Josh is say is I like Dak is saying all the right things, mm-hmm. but saying is one thing; doing is a completely different thing.
0: By the Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman together and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, we're going to go to. In terms of reality for these quarterbacks, to me, the reality is Josh Allen. Yeah, he turns over the football. Nobody, no one should give him a pass on that. But to say he's not going to figure that out, I'm not buying that kind of reality that I people are trying to put out there. Tua Tungavaiiloa, he's not trying to hear what anybody has to say about the fact that he can't throw deep. He had three numbers for that reaction.
2: I don't
1: care. I mean, I don't care. Four sixty six is that's what four
0: sixty six is. If I can't throw deep, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Good night, everybody. Tip your waitress.
1: <laughs> Again, judging this dude after one year, and then after two years, right now it's starting to click. And he's the biggest thing on Tua. is going to healthy. healthy. Yeah. People, That's it. People hate when you
0: say that, but it's the truth. That's yeah. the reality. Everyone of
1: laughed it. at Tyreek Hill when he said he's the most accurate quarterback I've ever played with. Well, I, I will laugh, and still, still, I still think right? Mahomes
0: is still more accurate than Tua, but Tua's not that far behind. But
1: yeah, I mean, it's not like I mean Tyreek sticking up for his current guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Tyreek is one of those dudes that doesn't hit the door. He can hit the damn keyhole. He is.
0: Yeah, he's very accurate, and he can make those throws deep. I go, that, that pass he threw down the field, the Tyree kill, 47-yard pass. Up the right boundary? Yep, over two defenders, yes. he put it right on his chest, 47, 48 yards away. That's not a reality about are talking about Lord. The reality is if he stays healthy, look out for Miami. I'll give you reality when it comes to Russell Wilson, Denver Broncos. I'm not going to say he's broken, but I will say he's suffering a confidence crisis. Because now he's got a guy in charge of Sean Payton knows how to coach quarterbacks. And if you don't look the way or play the way that you're supposed to play with him, Sean Payton will move on from you have Jared Stidham in that starting lineup sooner than later. This does not figure itself out, Russell Wilson. That's the reality there.
1: Man, when Sean Payton made that public comment, and said, stop kissing babies, you're not running oh, yeah. for public office. And then the next day at the podium, it's the same Russell Wilson kissing babies and running for office. Mm-hmm. That
0: must have driven him
1: nuts. Dude, watch out there. Be careful out there with that one. That one by week seven, week eight. Don't be surprised if yeah? Sean Payton goes, take a seat. Hmm. Week saying, seven, week eight, huh? Really? You put it unless, out there. Unless you he see? gets it, he's got to get it. Right? He has to understand what Sean Payton's doing. Okay. Sean Payton would not be afraid to bench Russell Wilson. Because he didn't draft him he's well, not, he's not also, beholden to him yeah it, it, not only that but he just it, that dude wants to win he'll cut your heart out with a spoon to win so if, if your quarterback isn't listening to you take a seat yeah that's going to be interesting. he's not afraid of that man yeah that's going to be interesting
0: reality comes to Justin Herbert of Los Angeles Chargers because I love we, the guy come on I, man so do I but there's a certain person who works on this show Charmaine Ooh. nameless Samuel Pierce who tried to give it the whole argument. Well, what has he done in terms – he's got to win these kind of games that he didn't win on Sunday. I said, you realize he has 14 game-winning comebacks and 10 fourth-quarter comebacks. Yeah. But Tua has six and four over the same span. They were drafted in the same draft.
1: Did Justin Herbert call a play, right, where you're it's your fourth in a, in a yard on your own, like 19-yard line, and the ball is taken out of your hands, and you hand it off, and you get stuffed, and then it goes for, you know – Two plays later, mm-hmm. Todd and you lose. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's not. That's not on Herbert. No, I love great. Justin yeah, Herbert. Yeah. I'll hug.
0: He, he can play for me any hey, day. Yeah. And by the way, block a little better in that final possession. As you did that the first first three quarters. Plus, Come on, block from a little bit. Block a little bit better for him on that possession. Do I need to go to a reality? Daniel Jones of the Giants at the one game, or should I just leave it alone?
1: Just leave. That's an outlier. Okay. Yeah. I'm Do I you. defer
0: to the Giants fans, knowing the Shannon Penn and Dave, Devin Kane? Is that what's the what's the reality about your quarterback? Don't give me the wide eyes like what? What are you, what are you calling on us for? He's your quarterback.
1: I mean, listen, I, it it doesn't appear that Andrew Thomas is going to play mm-hmm. again the against the Cardinals. That hurts. They that got hurt. they had six sacks last last week. The, the seven the, don't short them. Sorry, seven. Yeah, seven the right side. Evan Neal, is very shaky. Mark Lewinsky at right guard. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> I hope he's stretched. Be you doing you a lot didn't of mention Daniel Jones in there. So no, we
2: did Well, yeah, I, think, I don't know if we'll have a true indication because I think they're going to run the ball. They're, Saquon might get 35 carries.
0: Well, he should have gotten at least 25 last week. How about the quarterback? Shannon Penn, what about your quarterback? What's the reality of Daniel Jones? Like I said, I hope he stretched, cause he's stretched because he's going to be doing a lot of running. <laughs> That's the reality. Take the over on whatever his rushing total is going to be. <laughs>
1: I like it. I like because it. the
0: Cardinals defense got out to Washington and they got out to the quarterback.
1: Hey. I know we're up against your last one, Jared Goff. Believe. That dude, since being shipped out after he got paid, he got yeah. lazy, Yeah, got a reality check. Yeah. You go back and look at him last year, man. Sixth in total passing yards. Absolutely. Completed 65 66% of his passes. 29 touchdown Jared, passes. Jared Goff is a solid quarterback in Detroit.
0: By the way, and you can't be lazy when your coach is Dan Campbell. <laughs> oh. He is not putting up with that. I don't care what position that you play. We gave you our reality when it comes to quarterbacks. Waiting to hear our bold predictions for week two in the NFL. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Cohen together. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry. And this is ESPN Radio. The
1: Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets
0: Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple.
3: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. On ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on TuneIn and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Oh, yeah. We're literally hours away, a couple hours away, before we get NFL Week 2 kicked off with the Minnesota Vikings hosting, taking on the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles Excuse me, in Philadelphia. Eagles, a six-point favorite over under is 49. Mm-hmm. And that one made people believe that the Vikings will be 2-0-2 oh, when this all said and done. The Eagles will be 2-0. Oh. That could be a bold prediction. In terms of the Vikings beating the Eagles, I'm not going there. That's not what I'm doing. I'm like, I ain't Stay trusting away. that. Yeah, Eagles, I think, are going to win that game. I think they win it by nine points. I'm going to say 24, 15, 25, 16, even though Ian is staying away from that one with his hard-earned money and my hard-earned money as far as that goes. But give me a bold prediction this weekend. Here are the matchups in National Football League. We have the Packers against the Falcons. Falcons a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Bills hosting the Raiders. Buffalo an eight-point favorite. Bengals hosting the Ravens, Cincinnati three-point favorite. Detroit hosting Seattle, Detroit a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Titans hosting the Los Angeles Chargers, Chargers a three-point favorite on the road. Tampa Bay hosting the Bears, the Buccaneers a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Jaguars hosting the Chiefs, Chiefs a a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Texans hosting the Colts, Houston a one-point favorite. Rams hosting the 49ers, 49ers a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Giants at the Cardinals, Giants a four-point favorite. Jets at the Cowboys, Dallas a nine-point favorite. Broncos hosting the Commanders. Broncos a three point favorite. Patriots hosting the Dolphins
1: on Sunday Night Football. Ding, Miami. Ding, ding, oh, that's ding, yours. Ding, okay. Ding, Miami ding, a three ding, point ding. favorite though. Three point favorite the Dolphins on the road. Give me the Patriots, and I don't even need the three. Okay. Now I'm going to take the three All with right. uh, with Fat Joe and Fat Tony. Right. Okay. But I, this one just stinks. Okay. All right. After Tyreek Hill. You know, goes for two hundo and multiple touchdowns. Mm-hmm. First guy in NFL history to do what he just did. Ten catches, over 200 yards, you know, and multiple touchdowns for, the, what, a the third time in his career. Yeah. Nobody's ever done that in NFL history. You have, That's you. you know, Tua Tungvaluwa going for 466. <laughs> Everybody is talking about this explosive Miami offense, which they were in a remarkable game against the Chargers where they had seven lead changes that was the most entertaining game of the weekend i mean find me another one
0: no 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 one was can't. close no yeah. one was 36
1: 34 i mean yeah. it was unbelievable to win herbert going at it old new england oh poor old new england you know just can't tie their shoes can't walk and chew gum at the same time <laughs> without to having you. to really concentrate Listen i mean to just you they just stink up the joint, right? I mean, Mac Jones throws a pick six, you know, seventy yard pick six. Uh, if you watch the game and didn't look, didn't look at a box score, the born identity it went right through his hands. Right? You saw Kendrick
0: born to born identity.
1: I did. I mean, he's a <laughs> solid receiver, but catch the damn football. You're here plus territory ends up a seventy yard pick six, mm-hmm. catch the football. It's
0: right there, put it in your hands. Yeah.
1: And that number is only three. Only three but the Vegas Miami. is begging you mm-hmm. kind of like they did with Nebraska and Colorado. I get it before you hit me on the old social media Twitter verse, right? At I yes, man. But Vegas wins seven out of 10 of those type games where they're begging you to take a side. Okay. All right. They're begging you to take Miami. Yeah. I've already placed the wager on the Patriots. Pats plus the three okay. and don't be shy on the money line. I love new England against Miami. Sunday night football on the road. Miami doesn't play well in New England. Give them to me. You
0: just made Kevin Winter, our sports and anchor, tremendously happy. I guarantee
1: you he agrees with me <laughs> because he's, he's a contrarian, also.
0: He said the same bet. You, he had the same bet, by the way. Same bet yeah. as you did.
1: Well, here's the problem. He and I both had Pittsburgh and San Francisco. That but, didn't work yeah. out so well. well anyway. That didn't
0: work out for a lot of people. I thought that game was going to be a lot closer than 30 to 7. The 49ers, those bloodthirsty Pirates, had other ideas, and Kenny Pickett. He, we talk about running for the life Daniel Jones. Preseason pro bowler. <laughs> i never heard that term before. That's a new one. I'm here the, for
1: the, you.
0: The Browning Nagel Award. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't bang on Browning Nagel. For what those who going, don't know, Browning Nagel. Danny
1: Cannell at least owns it. Like, he's proud exactly. of that was a preseason yeah. pro bowler. I hate to
0: right? bang on Browning Nagel because Browning Nagel was drafted by the Jets. He was the quarterback the Jets didn't want to take, but the Atlanta Falcons took Brett Favre in the second round. So the Jets took Browning Nagel out of Louisville University, where he was not a scrub quarterback. No, at Louisville, no. really more than a solid quarterback. Put it on Alabama in that Fiesta Bowl game when they won thirty-four to seven.
1: Brett Favre beat Alabama. Yes, uh, he did. Also. That's right, he did beat Alabama. At Southern, that's, Miss. That's, that's Southern
0: yeah. Miss, no question about that. That was not a good time for Alabama football in the early nineties. Let's put it that way. And Browning Nagel 92. Went, Except for 92, yes. They would just Gene to Stallings, yeah, uh, after that. yeah. Except uh, for 92, but 90, 90 so 91, yeah, 89, right. yeah, not so after much. A couple years. Yeah, but exactly. Anyway, then ahead. Gene Stallings got there, he's talking about Bear Bryan. he's going to recruit those Alabama kids and oh, make beast. sure that we're going to get those big old hog volleys on the front line, and we're going to find <laughs> guys that can tackle, that can cover, and we're going to be tough with the football, and our quarterback's going to make sure that we don't throw the football away, and we're going to get this back to being oh, Alabama football. <laughs> they throw at all. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you know they threw it? In pregame practice. That's right. when they threw the football. <laughs> the wide receivers in the practice line. So Browning Nagel, the year he becomes a just starting quarterback, I'll never get this as long as I live. They go 5-0 in the preseason. They win the Hall of Fame game. Browning Nagel's looking like the second coming of Joe Namath. They think he's going to be better than Richard Todd. And Jets fans like me, and I said, it's preseason. Oh, no, this is the year. We don't need Brett Favre. We got Browning Nagel. The Jets won more games in the preseason five than won the regular season that year four. (laughs) <laughs> That's why I called the Browning the Award. Bowlers, yeah, right there we go. Man, you thought Browning Nagle was going to have the Jets having a ticker tape parade down the Canyon of Heroes after they went five and zero in the preseason. That's Ian Fitzsimmons' bold prediction. He believes the page will be the Dolphins. He joins me, Freddie Coleman and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. I think the Seahawks get it done on the road versus the Detroit Lions. Lions are four and a half point favorite at home. All this excitement. Everybody talking the Lions being that team. They beat Kansas City, even though it was a one point game, and Kansas City did not have Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey. They're getting a lot of the on the back. attaboy, a boy, way to go. You're our team. You can do it. And Seattle, they were embarrassed by the Los Angeles Rams. They had their quarterback yelling, oh my God, when Aaron Donald was going through the line. It was nothing between teams well, yeah, but I don't play in the NFL. <laughs> I don't play quarterback. Of course I would say that. If Aaron Donald in the street, I'm saying that. And he could have a tuxedo on going to a wedding. And I'm just oh, my God, if I see a guy like that. They made their quarterback see ghosts hey, and see that guy like that.
1: You know what my mom used to tell us when we went to church? What's that? She said, if you're only playing, praying when you're in trouble, you're, you're already you're in already trouble. already in trouble, absolutely. And hey, guess what, Gino, mm. you are already in trouble. <laughs> but if, anybody, if
0: anybody needed prayer in that situation – it was Geno, Geno Smith. Smith. He yep. needed that. I think after that, being embarrassed, having their heads handed to them by a team that many people did not think was going to even come close to them when it came to the Rams in that ball game, And last year, this game was a firefight. It was a 48-45 game. Not saying it's going to happen again, but after being embarrassed and Detroit Lions getting all that glad handling, they haven't had anything like this since Barry Sanders was running for the Detroit Lions in the Hawaiian Blue. Uh, I, that's my bold prediction. I think the Seahawks get it done on like the road, it. and they beat the Lions.
1: Now the college grid.
0: There we go. Now we're it's a week
1: slate, man. I mean, it is. Uh, we got any college music because it, 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 we need it for this one, man. Because th- this is maybe you need that funeral music. This is <laughs> how bad it's going to be. from Uncle Freddie and Uncle Fitzy here, that take this to heart. If you love college football, yeah. This is the weekend. You know, there'll be another one, right? Right around week seven, week eight. But that's when the upsets are really going to happen. You know, yeah. the way that sleeper all, slate, right? Happens. It happens every single year. going to have four happens. or five top 25 teams get run. Yeah. But this weekend, take this advice and heed it. If you have a newborn child, <laughs> change the diapers all day on Saturday. <laughs> I mean, just brainwash the bride. And if you're a bride who loves college football, uh huh. Just say, hey, you know what? Hey, honey, I'll go cut the grass. I got it. Whatever, right? I mean, whatever you need to do to enjoy next weekend in college football, get the honey-do list in there, right? I mean, what – I mean, whether it's, you know, going to the grocery store, home-cooked meals. You know, hey, you don't like fish tacos, but you know what, honey? I- I'll make them for you. <laughs> I'll go pick them up. Right. Yeah, we're good. Get that out the Whatever way. Whatever it is that you have to sacrifice, mm-hmm. this is the Saturday to get it done. It's the sacrifice because- day. Because next Saturday, you've got a minimum of six top 25 matchups. Right. Depending on how things shake out this weekend, maybe Uh seven or eight top 25 matchups. This weekend, you know what we got? Donut, bro. Zero. 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 Nada. Yep. Nothing. Get stuff done on Saturday. Sacrifice for the future. (laughs) Now, having said that. i How about to say, where's the bet? (laughs) Where's the wager? (laughs) Where's it coming from? Here it comes. All right. Get ready for this one. This is how desperate I am to find winners this weekend. Okay. I can't place a wager out like a side in Tennessee, Florida. I'm calling that game. Right. With Kesty can. and Kelly Stoffer on ESPN Radio, Herb Street, Fowler, Holly Rowe on the TV side. I think Kevin East Winters already placed a bet on
0: that one. He said he already has. Tennessee, Florida. You're taking Florida, aren't you, Kevin? He's
1: taking Florida. Can't say anything, but I'm not going to say that I would reprimand him. But anyway. <laughs> not saying, but saying. right. Give me. Can't believe I'm about to say this. Mm-hmm. And I've placed it already. Okay. The South Alabama Jaguars. Wow. that's What? <laughs> <laughs> look
0: at Channing Penn. What? <laughs> the, the, he just, the, he just the, took his step yeah, back. Yeah, he get, He's he get, looking yeah. over <laughs> his
1: shoulder at producer. Yeah. He,
0: he gave you the Jackie Childs Seinfeld. <laughs> who gave you that bomb anyway? The Maestro. The who? <laughs> who told you who put the bomb on
1: exactly well, told you who told mark? you to
0: take the jaguars yeah. of south alabama yeah. if somebody had to take jaguars have a doctor tell you the jaguars
1: at oklahoma state mike Gundy is still going to play three different quarterbacks alan bowman his boy and company right they're all going to play right gus bradley's son carter bradley is a quarterback at south alabama okay He's got a Howitzer foreign arm. They've got NFL talent on the defensive side. Thomas on the defensive line. Banks Mm -hmm. in the secondary. Mm -hmm. They're catching seven and a half. Bite up to eight, as I did. Give me South Alabama. Bet to your hands, please. (laughs) What? It's Oklahoma State. Yes, I took the Jaguars. That's the slate we're dealing with this weekend that I actually wagered on South Alabama. The pride of Mobile.
0: That's a deep dive wager. Go in right there. and
1: cover against the pokes of Oklahoma State.
0: That's a deep dive wager, right there. That's a deep oh, Coach, dive wager. Is it? That's ever? a deep dive wager. I'll, I'll give you another one. I think Mississippi State covers against number 14 LSU. High noon game in Stark Vegas, noon Eastern time in ESPN.
1: 11 a.m. At, 11 in Starkville, a.m. In Starkville. Early, baby. Exactly.
0: You know, early kickoff. Keep an eye on that one. It's going to be hotter than bad breath at kickoff time at 11 a.m. I think Mississippi State covers in that ballgame. They won't win. But they're going to make That's LSU sweat. One. I think they, LSU's
1: defense has not gotten mm-hmm. a lot of pressure on quarterbacks the
0: first two weeks. And Mississippi State, you know, their defense will hit you. You may make some yardage, but their defense will hit you. Keep an eye not on that a bad one play. Yeah, my daughter
1: might. Marin's going to hate you for it, but it's a good play. Marin can't hate me.
0: I'm her buddy. She's she loves her, her yeah, Bengals exactly. Baggers, yeah, boy. Oh yeah. I, I, she can't hate me on that one. Our last words include: Wait until you hear what ESPN's Ryan Clark had to say about what Colorado State head coach Jay Norville said about Deion Sanders. Not being raised right. That's next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Well I'm Ian Fitzsimmons, I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. SiriusXM XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on TuneIn and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Each and every afternoon around this time, we give a little something. Something that could be a rant. Or could be a rave, but it's always something good that we like to call.
2: These might be my very last words.
1: The last word is seagulls.
2: Freddie and
0: Harry. The last word. Normally we have our last words, and Ian's used to this and we did Freddie and Fitzsimmons together all those years. But today, Ryan Clark, ESPN football analyst, will take over the last word. It's all based on what Mike Norvell, the head coach, Jay Norvell, excuse me, the head coach of Colorado State said about Deion Sanders and Colorado football, that he's sick and tired of them, and that he was raised that when you speak to grown-ups, you take off your hat and sunglasses. Deion responded by saying, hey, why are they making it personal? Well, now it's personal to us. Even his son in the Pat McAfee show said, why do they keep coming at us, bro? You think they would have learned their lesson. Well, Ryan Clark, ESPN NFL analyst, had this to say when he was with Jay Harrison SportsCenter around 2 o'clock this afternoon.
3: I'm trying to figure out who those dummies are that are clapping in the background. You know, and he says that's what his mother taught him. To say that's what your mother taught you is to say that you feel like Dion's mother didn't teach him correctly. And so now we're venturing into how men are parented, right? So that's what we do as college coaches. That's the example that we're setting for the young men in our locker rooms. And while he's worried about the way that Dion wears his hat or wears his glasses, he should be more worried about not letting teams like Washington State put up 50 on him. This now starts to venture into culture. This now starts to venture into ethnicity and upbringing. You know, this is a guy from Madison, Wisconsin. This isn't a man that grew up in Florida. This is a guy who coaches at Colorado State that doesn't get the fanfare, that doesn't have the Camerons and the Michael Irvins and the Warren Saps and the Stephen A. Smiths and the Shannon Sharps coming to see his school play. This is also a man who hasn't won a game this year. This is also a man who didn't take a team that was 1-11 and and now has them as America's darlings as ESPN College Game Day will be there and Fox will be there as well to see them play Colorado State. And last I checked, nobody's showing up to see them because of Colorado State. And the same man that wears his glasses and that wears his hats when he talks to the media also wears those glasses and wears that same hat when he's talking to his players. And when he's talking to his players and said that this is personal against Nebraska because you don't talk about my kids and you all are my kids. And when I looked at at that team it wasn't just black young men it was white young men it was people of all ethnicities people of all backgrounds because that's what a locker room is supposed to be when you're in a locker room it's not supposed to be about how your mother raised you it's supposed to be about how we all come together and make this thing better you think that if jay norvell was focused more on his team and not the other coach he wouldn't be getting blown out by 26
0: deon Sanders said why are they talking that bull junk about right.
1: us a couple things here freddie all right one, the fans are clapping. It's, it's 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 a damn pep rally. It's at a restaurant at the coach's show. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan. A little you, heavy. You, you, you know those environments. A yeah. I mean, L- little on. heavy, a little aggressive. Yeah. I mean, Norvell's playing to the crowd. Mm-hmm. First, and then white, black. Norvell, is as we talked about, would you call him butterscotch? But- or call him beige? We're
0: part of the Butterscotch Brother right. Brigade.
1: Right. I mean, We're proud of it, so, by the way. I mean, it's, it's not a white, black thing. But should he have said it? No, because all you do is give fire to an ammunition yep. as install still going in. Mm-hmm. This was yesterday, right? To to Dion and, and and his team.
0: You do not. I wouldn't bring, have said it, but uh, I'm yeah. not gonna.
1: I'm, yeah. and, and it's not like Mike Norvell Norvell has not been at monster programs. I agree. He's been at Oklahoma. He's been at Texas.
0: But when you Come bring on. in upbringing and you, that, that's a line, in my opinion, you can't cross.
1: I, I don't disagree with that. That's the line I'm, you can't I'm cross. just kind of dissecting what oh, yeah, was I was saying. You. Like, if fans clapping, yeah, it's a pep rally.
0: Yeah. That's what it was. And Jay Norvell, he played to the masses. Hear ye, hear ye, the leader of Colorado State. Oh, yeah, we can't stand the other. There's media
1: out there that now in this day and age, that goes to the masses.
0: The funniest part about it, when, Jay, when, when, when Norvell said, you know, I don't want to take over the show, and the host said, Craig Bullerjack said, well, this is your show. What? It's the Jay Norvell show. <laughs> what do you mean, take over the show? Oops. You are the show. <laughs> We'll see what, what kind of, we'll see what kind of show is going to happen on Saturday, woo, as far as that woo. goes. Oh, I was a pleasure catching with you, brother, man. Have a great weekend. I love you, brother. Much love back to my, my man, Ian man. Fitzsimmons. <laughs> <laughs> and my swirly brother, Aaron Ian, comes up next without Ian Fitzsimmons. This has been Freddie and Harry. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio.